following podcast is a special presentation of Answers for Elders featuring Evergreen Washelli. And welcome back to Answers for Elders Radio, everyone. I am here with Mr. Dan White from Evergreen Washelli. Um, he is the Northwest Territory Manager for Abbey View Memorial Park. And Dan, welcome to the program. Thank you, Suzanne. I am glad to be here. I am glad we're here talking about this topic today um, because September is Alzheimer's Month. And obviously, uh, you know, we're the, the walk is happening. There's different things going on in the community that's really raising awareness of, you know, the importance and the, the, the impact of Alzheimer's disease and what's happening um, to so many of our seniors and our families today that are just dealing with this process. And um, one of the things, obviously, is a consideration when somebody is first diagnosed is pre-planning. You know you're going to die from the disease, and uh, it might happen quickly. If Usually if it's early onset, it happens fairly quickly. Um, but what are some considerations? Obviously, and you know you're going to pass away. Um, what are some advice that you can provide us? Well, Suzanne, for pre-planning, uh, there would be no better time than to do it while you weren't actually uh, diagnosed with the Alzheimer's because Mm -hmm. you are fully cognizant of your wishes Mm -hmm. and what you want, and there's no better time to be able to get things down on paper, to write really what your wishes are, Mm -hmm. to even start crafting your own biography or things that could be used to craft an obituary or eulogy so that you have that, but more importantly, so that whomever would be coming on your behalf once you were to pass away would really be able to honor your wishes and not have to guess or reach out or make assumptions. Mm -hmm. This way, you know what you want your life celebration to look like. Right. And so at least to begin to do that and have that talk of a lifetime with your spouse or with your children or with someone else that's a close friend Mm -hmm. who would be caring for you uh, at your time of passing. And, you know, that's an interesting thing because, you know, it's hard to talk about these issues and yet we're all going to die in our lives. We're all going to have those time, that time it's going to come to us in our lives and we're going to have to Our families are going to have to deal with it one way or the other. And the fact That's that correct. you deal with this on their behalf, and, and it's a hard thing because once, you know, the mind starts to deteriorate, you know, the receptors start to shut off in a brain. And, and you know, as, as things progress with Alzheimer's and dementia, um, you know, it, it puts more stress on a family because you don't necessarily know what your loved one would want or how they would want to be honored or what the different types of options are available to them. And I think that's right. some things that that need to be discussed. Um, yesterday, as a matter of fact, I was in a workshop directly with um, Chris Louie from the Alzheimer's Association. Uh-huh. And she talked about um, the fact that when you're first diagnosed, there's two things that you need to do right now. And number one is make sure your legal paperwork is in order because this is when you're, you've got the most cognizant abilities at this point to make sure that you appoint a, poss- you know, a power of attorney and all Correct. those things. 
But second Correct. of all, she said to pre-plan and to get all of your paperwork done for your final wishes. And right. I think that's the key that, you know, if there's the two pieces that you need to take care of um, up front for you and potentially your family members, you know, as if they want to be with you, um, different ways in which you can do that. So that's just some, some things to really think about. So what are the kind of things, if you're going to think about your final wishes, yes, it's a memorial. Yes, you want to know, mm-hmm. obviously, if you want to be buried or cremated. But what are some kind of options for people when they're pre-planning? Well, uh Specifically, what you just uh, spoke to uh, are things that you want to consider. Mm-hmm. And that you can leave that, and that can be your total pre planning. Mm-hmm. However, as we know in this world, uh, pricing continues to go up. Yes, it does. And whether you may pass tomorrow or you pass in 20 years from now, certainly the expenses of that, of their final right. wishes and burial will be more in 20 years from mm-hmm. now. So if you really want to take it to the next step, then that would be financially committing to doing and your final wishes. And so right. you can do that in a couple different ways. People will sometimes just simply buy a life insurance policy. But the thing with just buying a simple life insurance policy is it's just a savings account. It does not stop the rising cost. water, the rising cost from flowing. So it's not sure. going to stop that. So you'll have that amount of money, but you're going to be paying inflated prices when right. the death actually occurs. And that so, would probably be the same thing in buying real estate. It, you know, a lot of people yeah. say, well, my house will take care of all my final wishes. Yeah. Well, in the meantime, those funeral costs, is it true that it goes up like 25% a year or something like that, well, roughly? Well, the, the latest that I have uh, as far as news about that and the study that's been done is that a average typical funeral today, 2017, around 7500 across the mm-hmm. United States. Wow. They estimate that in 2000, uh, that that will go in 2030, that'll go to roughly over $19,000. Holy moly. So you can see what happens. I mean, <laughs> we've always used the rule of thumb that it pretty much uh, uh, doubles every uh, and if you purchase, years. if you purchase that $7,500 today, then you don't pay the difference if you die 20 years from now. Depending on how or you do it. 15 years yeah. from now, yeah. Yeah. At Evergreen Washelli, we offer what's called a guaranteed trust. And so what that means is that we will guarantee our services mm-hmm. and our merchandise that you purchase from us. Okay. Those are guaranteed. But, Susan, there are some things that we cannot guarantee, and those would be third-party provided expenses. So those would be things like sales tax at the time that we actually deliver the mm-hmm. services, the cost of death certificates by the state. Those are yeah. currently $20. Eight ten years ago, they were seven fifty. So it goes out. And but those are the minor that. Those are the that, minor yeah, things, yeah. correct? But the fact that we would guarantee our services mm-hmm. and a casket. <laughs> so if you purchased a casket and it was seven thousand dollars today, mm-hmm. and in twenty years from now, when you actually pass away, mm-hmm. it was then fifteen thousand. You don't right. you don't pay that. 
right. still get the, the casket that uh, that we looked at. If they no longer make that casket, then you get one of comparable uh, right. value and material. Right. So, and then as far as the, um, the overall, um, when you say, you know, what about like the the plot the, mm-hmm. that you purchase a plot that's, that's that, real estate that's, obviously well it's real estate but when you purchase a, a, a you're, what you're really purchasing is what's called an interment right okay the right to be placed in the designated area okay the cemetery land belongs to the cemetery got but it whenever anybody purchases a grave they're purchasing the right to be there and they will stay there they own that they own that space and that also stops the clock from uh, from rising costs. So, Got it. I mean, to, I mean, I can give you an example of, of that. Uh, currently at Abbeyview Memorial Park, uh, we also collect endowment care, but for a good portion of our graves, they're thirty one hundred dollars today. Mm-hmm. I've seen people who purchased them back in nineteen fifty eight, nineteen sixty. And they paid a little over $100 for a grant. Isn't that amazing? So you know that it does continue to go up. So it's always good if you have the wherewithal mm-hmm. to go ahead and take care of it financially Absolutely. now. Because of the savings that uh, that you will yeah. uh, have for your family and those who come to care for you. Right, right. And obviously, there's the grief factor of families that are reeling with a new diagnosis of Alzheimer's, Dan. And, um, you know, to be able to have these conversations early um, kind of helps that goodbye happen when you're, you know, you know that there's going to be some day that your loved one, if your your mother or father have been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, they're they're not going to know you by the time they pass away. They're not going to know, you know, be aware. So to have these conversations, I think, is really good overall for the healing of the family in grieving as well. It's good for the the healing of the family. It's also good for the person who's been diagnosed because right. at least they know that it's cared for prior to being completely mm-hmm. affected. Yeah, and disease. it's and you know, I know that when that conversation is okay to be had in families and mm-hmm. you can have those conversations because you know the inevitable is going to happen for all of us, but right. you know, sometimes people don't want to talk about the elephant in the room. Nope. And when you have the opportunity to do that and to say the things that you know need to be said, I think with your loved one um, is very important. It's it will live on with you the rest of your days. Right. I, I know. And so. that's really what love's all about. To yeah. be able to have those tough conversations, right? And bring out the elephant in the room, right? Because that really, as being a, a son and having parents and and uh, knowing people who have gone through that, it uh, it feels good. For from my standpoint, knowing that I'm doing the right thing. Right. And, you know, given the statistics, we've mentioned this several times on the show, that one out of every three deaths in the state of Washington are uh, related to Alzheimer's disease. Yes. That is a huge factor. And so we know that there's a lot of families out there that are that have loved ones. And um, Dan is here with some really powerful, wonderful um, advice, and we're really grateful for you. Thank you so much, Dan, for being on the program today. How Thank do you. we reach you? Best way to reach me is to uh, call us at Abbeyview Memorial Park, and that's 
480-483-0555. Or you can visit our Facebook page at uh, Abbeyview Memorial Park. Or you can send me an email at dwhite at washelly.com. Dan, as always, it's a pleasure having you in the program. Thanks, Suzanne. This has been a special presentation of Answers for Elders featuring Evergreen Washelly. For more information about Evergreen Washelly, their website is washelly.com. That's W-A-S-H-E-L-L-I dot com. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.